you've got a book that you've been working on. Tell us a little bit about your book. I do. It's a children's book, and it teaches just what we're talking about. It's called The Boy Who Couldn't Talk but could really dance up a storm. I know it's a big, long title and it has to go shorter, but that's what it is right now. And it's all about a little guy who's an, a, a, about eight years old, and um, he's, he's not embraced by his classroom in the school setting. In fact, he stems. He has finger people, and um, he's made fun of. Mm-hmm. And, and he's not picked to be the first in the kickball, and, um, and he's, in, he's excluded. And, but they have dance class. Every week they have dance class with a character like myself, because I did that in LA Unified School District for one year, worked with the arts prototype program, which is where I got the idea, and where I developed autism movement therapy, actually. I owe it all to LA Unified School District arts prototype program. There we go. I have a BA in dance, and danced for years professionally, and then came full circle, got my my moderate to severe education specialist credential, went in the classroom, and somebody knew that I had the dance background at Baudry, uh, the headquarters in LA for LA Unified School District, and they needed at that time a task force team in the arts ed program that could help teachers and and even the discipline um, teachers themselves, the music, the painter, the theater, and the dance include our kids with disabilities Mm -hmm. because what was happening was the grant it was a huge grant the grant was written the grant was written for neurotypical kids as well as embracing kids with disabilities and what was happening with our kids with autism was they were out the door right because they weren't participating it was a big group of people it was too much for them especially in dance class oh a lot going on and And they were under the uh, auditorium seats and then out the door so pretty soon they were saying don't even bring him in you know the story, oh. right? So what was happening was uh, the the organizer of the grant was like, well, we're not fulfilling our grant. We've got to get some people in that can train all these other discipline people in the arts and the theater and the dance, how to keep our kids in the classroom. Yeah. So was, I was like, that's easy. So they said, Joanne, you want to come out of the classroom for a year and come do this with us? And I said, great. You know, I'd love to. So because I had the degree, you had to have the degree in the discipline and the credential. Many, many meetings with Donald and Anton and how to how to shape and and facilitate including our kids in the arts program in the school. Now this was two thousand four. This is you know, this is almost this is ten years ago. So we did it, we did it really well and it's all I said, oh well it's easy and dance. You just buddy our little guy with autism up with a neurotypical child at the front of the line instead of putting him at the back, leaving him by himself right. and you make him special and you empower him. I mean, it's just as a no-brainer for me. Are you sure it's that easy, da, pa, pa? Yeah. <laughs> take the take the adult out of the equation. Yeah. Stop having him go across the floor with his aid. Get rid of the adult and start pushing him in and facilitating him with the general ed population. So he's part of it. Bam, bingo. So the book is about a little boy that goes to these dance classes every week and the teacher uses music from Africa and Cuba and the Bayou and and French music, which I do. And um, and the little boy loves that. And the teacher uh, draws, this is has a map of the world and says, this is where the music is for today's class, which is what I did. Because uh-huh. I wanted to teach as much as I could. And, and And our kids with autism were right there up front, center dancing and moving and doing the thing. So the little boy 
was still reluctant because I want to tell the story of the child that gets embraced and brought in. So he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to dance and he's at the side and he's not dancing, but he, he dreams about dance class. He loves it, but he can't participate. Right. We know these children. Yes, we do. These children that are, that are not participating are not wanting to be excluded. They don't have the skills to be included. Mm -hmm. We have to teach them to them. So the teacher wears a boom mic. You know how all the, the you know, everybody wears yes. those boom mics now, which I did, and talks through them all the time. And the, our little boy is, it, wants to talk through that thing. He doesn't talk, but he, he wants to talk through that microphone. So he comes up and he taps on the microphone and the teacher says, oh, would you like to, and it becomes ABA, Applied Behavior Analysis. If you want to talk through the microphone, you have to dance. Uh, it's an if-then contingency. Right. And so he does. And he dances up a storm and he loves it and he comes back and he's ready for the microphone. Uh -huh. And she says, all right. And she puts the microphone on, on him and he says, hello. And he listens to his voice boom through the speakers. Wow. And after that, the children embrace him and, and he becomes part of the class. Wonderful. So it's through dance, it's through the arts, and a little bit of ABA, yeah. if you do this, then you get that, that he learns how to really facilitate his own inclusion in the classroom. What a wonderful story uh, and, and so useful for a child who's on the spectrum to hear about that kind of success. But yes. almost more importantly for all the other kids who are neurotypical to see that this child has a thought process that's going on even yes. before he's speaking that's right. and that he is worthy of being included. Remarkable. And the Thank name you. of it again? Uh, the boy who wouldn't speak, but who could really dance up a storm. <laughs> I love it. I don't think it's too long at all. I you think don't? it's remarkable.